Let's be real. We're not being completely honest about motherhood. Sure, we all talk about how we hate the sleepless nights, the breastfeeding, how our partner doesn't help us enough, and the toddler meltdowns. But I want to know what's going on with you. I'm Michelle Mansfield, author and founder of The Honest Mom Project. On this podcast, we're going to talk about the motherhood shit that no one talks about, not even your best friend. Come join special guests, mom friends, and myself as we share our stories with love, honesty, humor, and definitely a few appearances from my potty mouth. Let's validate what we're all going through so we can acknowledge each of our own feelings with confidence. Let's start being honest moms with each other. Welcome to the Honest Mom Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Honest Mom Podcast. This is Michelle Mansfield. I am back with you with an another episode of the Honest Mom Podcast. Today, help! I'm moving from the city to the suburbs. This was a huge, huge challenge for me. If you've listened to past episodes, you know this. So I lived in the city of Chicago. And when I met my husband, he was already in the suburbs of Chicago, the Western suburbs, far Western suburbs. So I am about 50 miles West. And on a good day from the city driving, it's over an hour. On a bad day, you're looking at two, (laughs) Uh, depending on the traffic. So I um, loved living in Chicago. I moved there right after college. I couldn't wait. A lot of my friends had already moved to the city. I, I don't know why I didn't think about moving to another city. A lot of people from my college, I went to the University of Iowa, a lot of people from my college, including my best friends in the world, moved to downtown Chicago right after college. So I just, you know, wanted to be with my friends, probably like you. And I look back and I'm like, oh man, if I would have tried another city like San Diego, New York, just to try it, maybe Atlanta, you know, I, as I travel, I'm like, gosh, these are so, there's so many fun cities out there. I loved Chicago though. I'm not ashamed in any way or regret anything about living, you know, there. And uh, the reason why I chose this as a topic for our episode today is I feel there's a lot of people out there that have a really hard time leaving the city for the suburbs and what the city symbolizes to them and what the suburbs symbolize to them. So when I lived in the city with my girlfriends and then eventually I lived by myself, that was one of my bucket list items was to live all by myself and be able to afford that. That happened later in life. But I loved every neighborhood I lived in. I started out in Ravenswood, which was North uh, Chicago, not a very um, quote unquote popular neighborhood with the youngins, the young 20s. Now, oh my God, you know, like it, it definitely grew like most of these neighborhoods in any city. And gosh, I wish I would have stayed there because my rent. This was granted early 2000 and my rent was $250 a month. I lived in a huge, huge three bedroom apartment on the third floor of a three flat. The owners lived on the first and second floors and it was a Greek uh, couple that barely spoke English. 
And they just wanted $750 a month from the three of us. Cash, no lease. I could leave at any time. I know they could have kicked me out at any time as well, but they didn't. My roommate uh, and my two roommates had already been living there for quite some time where I slipped in there and it was amazing. And it was far from my friends from college. Well, far in the standards I had back then. Now I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, I was not far at all. But I felt like I wasn't living in the fun area of Lincoln Park where all of my friends were. So I lived in Ravenswood for quite some time. And then eventually when one of my good friends moved in with her boyfriend, which became her fiance, I took her spot in her, in that apartment and lived there for a long time with my two other best friends. Then eventually I lived with one of them as the other one got that boyfriend (laughs) apartment, moved in with her boyfriend and then became her fiance as well. And had a couple apartments with her in Lincoln Park, as well as River North. And then I eventually moved in with my boyfriend at the time. And we were, I was back in Lincoln Park for a very short time, moved out after, gosh, not even six months and lived in Old Town, which was my probably one of my favorite neighborhoods to live in. That's where I lived by myself. And I vowed that I was going to live in the suburbs. I'm sorry, live in the city. Oh my gosh, I just slipped. Live in the city, have like get married, have my family, raise my kids in the city. I don't know what I was thinking as I look back. It's doable, I know, but it's expensive and it's not as convenient. And now that I, you know, look back and how many times Brooklyn and I visit the city and she's been visiting the city since she was born, how like the inconveniences of the city that, you know, you put your foot in your mouth. You're like, okay, well, maybe it's not too bad. But anyways, I met my husband. He lived in Geneva with his kids. And if anything was going to be moving forward with that relationship, when I met him, I knew I was going to be the one moving. And that happened six months after we met. Kicking and screaming, but not really. I loved my husband. I had tried to have an open mind, but I will not lie, I was crying on my first night. And as I unpacked my boxes in his townhouse, I didn't really know anyone out there besides my best friend, Amy, but she had a growing family herself. So she was busy. I saw her, but she was busy. And I lived closer to my family, which was nice. Uh, My parents, but you know, let's be real. It was a big adjustment for me. And I had to really put my foot in my mouth about my declaration of never leaving the city. And, you know, tip, tip of the day, never say never, because most of the time you end up putting your foot in your mouth and it's, it can make the adjustment really hard when you declare that you'll never do something. And then you're put in a position where you are doing that thing. And that's just an internal struggle that I had to deal with. All right, mom card drawing of the week from the Inspire Her card. Here we go. Attitude is everything from the beautiful Diane Diane von Furstenberg. Attitude is everything. Yes, yes, Diane, I do agree with that. My attitude sucked when I moved to the suburbs. It took me five years to adjust. Um, I will say having my daughter, Brooklyn, helped 
that's how I connected more with people that I lived around. And I started, you know, making and finding new friends. Um, Before that, I was working a lot. I was traveling on business and I was just hanging with the hubs and hanging with his kids uh, 50-50. And I was in my own little world and not really branching out and getting into my community. I didn't really know it that well. I just had this blanket assumption that the suburbs were boring, that I was going to lose myself in the suburbs, lose myself to motherhood, lose my appearance, that I wasn't going to be cultured, or or that I wouldn't have fun things to do at the tips of my fingers, and life wouldn't be exciting anymore. So attitude is everything, and that will definitely bleed into what we're going to be talking about in the rest of the episode. So one of the things that was a challenge for me was my identity and letting go of the quote unquote fun version of myself that I thought the city contained, not connecting with the fact that the fun version of me was always in me, whether I lived in downtown Chicago, whether I lived in the suburbs or whether I lived in an igloo in in Antarctica. Okay. Well, maybe if I lived in an igloo in Antarctica, it would be a little different, but I think I would hate that, but Um, You get what I'm talking about here. So identity is a huge part of this. And I talk a lot about identity in a lot of these episodes in um, the book that um, I was writing, as well as my blogs and other things. So you can catch a lot about this. And if you want to talk about this with me on the Honest Mom podcast, give me a shout out. I'd love to have you on the show. But identity crisis is real. And I think a lot of it has to do with where you live and telling people where you live and declaring that that is like your place, my kind of town, Chicago, you know, New York, I want to be a part of it. Look at episodes of Sex in the City with Carrie Bradshaw. She had a hard time changing her area code and she still lived in the city, but when she lost her cell phone and had to get that new one. She was devastated when she had to change her area code. She went to visit Aiden in the, in, in the country and had this foreshadowing of like what her life would be like if she wasn't in the city. Uh, when Miranda moved to Brooklyn, all that whole little part of that, you know, that one season of Miranda moving to Brooklyn, the fears Miranda had, the struggles Miranda had. I love referencing sex in the city when it comes to this, because it's so true. We think that we're letting go of something and the city is a part of us. That's where we work. That's where we have, you know, have all these wonderful memories and we're not connecting with where we are at the time and the wonderful things that are around us that we're missing. I had to say goodbye to a place to Chicago that I thought would be my forever. So exactly what I was just talking about with the Sex in the City episodes, you know, I had to, it was like, an I, I truly believed that, I truly believe that New York was an actual character in the Sex in the City series. It was part of all of those women's lives, especially, you know, Carrie, and then, you know, what happened when Miranda moved. All right. Oh, do you guys remember too the episode when they went to the suburbs for the baby shower? I think that was in like the first or second season. And they were in that convertible, like dreading driving to Connecticut and sitting at that baby shower with the suburban moms 
And the suburban mom, the one that was having the baby shower, who had the mental breakdown, went back to the city to party and like totally went crazy and was pregnant, like lifting and showing everyone her boobs because that's what she used to do when she lived in the city. And everyone's like, um, I think that part of your life is over. Oh my gosh, I totally forgot about that episode. Oh, that was the best. But again, proving my point on the connection with the city to your life. And you can go on an episode that I recorded with Brandy, Mom After Hours, and I talk all about my sex in the city lifestyle that I had before motherhood. So check that out. I'll put a link in the show notes to that episode. All right. One of my favorite things that I'm loving this week is from my mom. She gave it to me for Mother's Day, and I just love it. It is a ceramic succulent diffuser. So the actual succulent is a diffuser. You, it has like a wick and you put it into the oil, which is then put into a ceramic pot where you put rocks then on the top and the oils go into the ceramic succulent and diffuse into the air. It's on my desk in my office and I love it. I will put a link to the Amazon, to Amazon it is the best. I love it. Love it. Love it. Just something different than a, your typical diffuser. All right. My brutally honest moment when it comes to this is I was a total city snob when it came to my outlook on people that lived in the suburbs. I also was a bit ashamed about moving back to the Western suburbs that I grew up in as if I wasn't spreading my wings, but heading back to what was comfortable. I was so connected to the city being my identity that I was completely clueless as to what identity truly was, that it had nothing to do with where I lived. I was so ignorant as to the ways in which where I lived could be amazing, having nothing to do with geography. I was so stubborn and stuck. Here's some advice on how to get unstuck though. All right, three pieces of advice on enjoying where you live. Number one, know that wherever you live, you can make it your home and community. Number two, get to know what your community offers and connect with organizations or people that know all the fun things to do, volunteer. My episode with Chrissy Summers, she created and runs a company called Stay and Play Local, and she's going to be branching off to other cities around the country. Right now, she's in the Tri-City areas of Chicago, and she has an awesome website, Instagram page on all the fun things to do in this area. I am so grateful for her to, with connecting me with local businesses, fun events, things to do on the weekends where I can like meet local business owners, meet people, have conversations while I'm shopping or at an event, and get to know the community that I am in and fall in love with where I live. It has been a game changer. Also, you could volunteer around your community and get to know people, get to know what's around your community. All right, number three, which I've kind of touched on, shop local and get to know the owners, make conversations in the stores, support local events, and connect with what makes your community unique. So exactly what I was just talking about. I just, I, I went into it a little bit early, the detail. Some words of encouragement and my someone failed to mention. Someone failed to mention how where I lived had nothing to do with who I was or my happiness. 
Wherever I set my roots, I needed to make the effort to get to know the people, the culture, events, restaurants, shops, and nature around me to learn how to enjoy where I lived. That the city I loved so much wasn't so perfect and that I would eventually fall out of love a little bit or mostly. <laughs> and it wouldn't be a place for me and my family. So not to go into this but too much, but Chicago has changed a lot, unfortunately. It is not a safe city to be in in many ways. I do take my chances at times, but more and more as things just, it's so sad. It just makes me so sad. Again, it's like Chicago is like an actual person in my life with the shootings, even bleeding into the Magnificent Mile where the Bean is and all the tourism, River North, the areas that used to be super safe, touristy, fun, culturally just amazing are slowly things are starting to happen. Um, I'm going to end that conversation there. We don't need to go there. It's so sad to me. I don't even watch the news anymore. That's how sad it makes me. So I am very grateful for where I am at right now for my family and for myself. All right. There are, what else do we have today? We have some great sources in the show notes um, that I will get to you. Um, in regards to some Instagram accounts and some books and some podcast episodes about just really enjoying the community and area that you're in. At the end of the day, it really doesn't matter where you live as long as you're happy in your home with your family and have great connections with friends and that you're safe. So to have this beautiful inspirational quote is a blessing from John Ed Pierce, short and sweet, home is a place you grew up wanting to leave, <laughs> which I did, and grow old wanting to get back to. So if you struggle with where you're living, where you're moving to, just know that wherever your heart, your family, and your soul are, you will eventually find ways to connect with the community you're in, no matter how small the town is, no matter how large the city is and overwhelming it can be you will find your community and you will find the culture, you will find diversity, you will find your happiness. And a lot of times it's just within those four walls of your home. All right, so we are concluding this episode. I look forward to connecting with you again next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Honest Mom Podcast. And until next time, make one small step towards your honest motherhood. Thank you so much for listening to the Honest Mom Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review or comment so I can give you the content you deserve. To learn more, including what I offer to moms, check out michellemansfieldauthor.com. Most importantly, if you know a mom that needs to hear the words you heard today, please share the love and let's create a community of moms being honest for all of us.